<laughs> so very few people know this, but I technically failed my public speaking class in college. Okay, well, I didn't really, I didn't really fail. I uh, was supposed to get a B in this particular rhetoric class and I got a C. And I needed a B in order to continue through my rhetoric and media studies major move on to other classes but I got a C <laughs> and I was like yo this public speaking thing ain't for me which was heartbroken heartbreaking because prior to that point this was sophomore year in college and up to that point I've been emceeing you know did messages at my youth group in church um i open mics and uh conducting those djing at parties and dances and whatnot uh speaking in front of council members speaking at uh various in classes and other presentations like being up front with a microphone in hand was something i knew early on that was going to be a part of my identity some at some level some fashion i mean honestly i don't know if i said this out loud it's been a while if i have but i wanted to be the next ryan seacrest <laughs> i wanted to be the next ryan seacrest in high school that dude was everywhere he was hosting everything he was on the radio he was on tv he was all over the place right and you know i guess we can modernize that a little bit nick cannon's all over the place steve harvey's all over the place uh terry cruz you know so so people people and at that time, I was like, you know what? Ryan Seacrest is the man. I want to be the next Ryan Seacrest, right? So I went into college with that in mind, that I'm going to go into it, get a communications of some capacity. Rhetoric media studies was, was what it was called at Willamette. And eventually move into a space where I'm in some sort of a media broadcasting um you know, and then maybe even some politics around down the road, but just like crafting my platform, if you will, and crafting a space on the stage to uh, to speak, be a public speaker. Until I got that seat, I was like, this ain't for me. And I wish that and, and I wish at that time that I failed that class, that I would have been a little bit more vulnerable in opening up both my dream and this adversity that I experienced to somebody because that would have because at that time that I got that C I lost all confidence in my ability to be a public speaker I thought that the the way that the class was structured the way that they asked me to craft a speech and do the speech I wasn't comfortable with and <laughs> I distinctly remember doing a public speak doing a speech and I asked like maybe eight minutes into the speech, hey, can I start over? And it was terrible. And I, I was just not comfortable in at all in that space. Now, granted, this was sophomore year of college, like the third semester total in college. I wasn't already being a great student in college. So there's there's a lot of other factors that, that contributed to me getting the C. You know, I could have done a little bit better in my studies. I could have been more attentive and focused on exactly how this class was structured and what I needed to do to pass it. But again, having have if I was a little bit more open at that time, I might mean my confidence wouldn't have been shot because from that point forward um, until maybe really a few years ago, 
So I went, I went like a solid five to six years of thinking that speaking wasn't for me and I needed to find a new way to leverage my voice. Um, the positive in that, because I'm working to see the positive and everything is that it allowed me to be more substantial in my speaking and not just pontificate. Shout out to Gary Vee. <laughs> but not to just be motivational or spew out various quotes or whatever. It's like, no, like what, what truly do I want to talk about? And where does that come from? And how do I structure it in a way that entices the audience to do something? you know, inspire emotion or take action or to ponder and reflect. Those various things came after the fact, after I failed. Um, and, and it took just some, took about maybe five, six years for me to realize like, oh, this is what I was trying to grasp in that class. Like these are the elements in speaking that I needed to have at that time that I failed. But I didn't see that connection and tie. And it immediately made me think that, oh, because I failed, this is not for me and I need to move on. So two things that made me think about that are uh, quite a few things, but with, when it comes to me failing at that time, one was like, again, what would have happened if my confidence wasn't completely shot at that time? Um, how, much further in my speaking career would I be? Secondly, grateful that it did change, change directories a little bit because I wouldn't have found sociology or delved deep into the community aspects that I truly love and being involved in that space, being more uh, intentional one-on-one -on -one with the dynamics and relationships that I shared that I have versus just speaking to masses, right? And then now, you know, another thing I think about now is like, okay, here we are. What do we do? <laughs> How has that, that, that experience transformed the way that I now view the world? And what do I now do the, with this craft? Because even in challenges, even when we, even when we go, so, go towards an initiative, there will be a challenge that we'll face. And in that challenge, we have a decision to make. Either we continue to push forward or we scale back and find something else to do. Or maybe there's a third one of um, being patient and knowing how to navigate that space well. So we know when to push forward and when to dial back. So when it comes to this, it's like, now that I'm in this space where I see my craft, I see what it can do. I'm grateful for the experiences that I have and I'm no longer letting that moment of failure define my calling and gifting. I have a responsibility and obligation now to push it as far as I can go, right? As far as God will allow me and, and encourage other people to also push and leverage their gifts to make the world better, to make the community better, to glorify God, right? So I share that only because there's something within you 
that you have been called to do. And at the point of which you step into your calling, you face adversity and get knocked down, right? In the moment when you're knocked down, I want you to reflect on the why. What is it that you desire in this space? And what is it that fa that failure taught you in that moment about yourself and about your calling and what needs to be done in order to overcome it? And I also want you to think about who can you connect with on this journey to where when you do fail or when you do face adversity, right? And I'm not gonna call it failure. When you do face some sort of opposition or, or a wall or a barrier, you have somebody to walk through with you to help you overcome that, to talk to you specifically and speak power into your life, to give you strategies and tips on how to break it down, climb over it or walk around the barrier diversity that you face, right? To remind you of who you are. Because those things, without those things, you could easily be derailed. You can easily have your confidence shot, your ego uh, taken out. And you're way too valuable of a person and have a way too valuable of a gift to have it be lost when you face adversity and didn't have somebody to support you through it. So while I am grateful that I got that C and I went on this new trajectory and informed the way that I see the world, I do wish that I did a little bit of more, I would have been more intentional about leaning into my community or finding community to lean into to help me persevere through that at that time. And that's what I'm pondering on the patio. <laughs>